My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. A very special episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. It's our yearly episode where we look back to the year 2021 and we will be discussing our top five favorite adventure games of the year um so first of all uh joined as always by two good friends of mine thomas bex and laura Cress. so uh first of all hello thomas how are you i'm i'm better <laughs> i uh, uh i had i had a lot of days off around the holidays and i thought yes i can watch some tv shows and play some games and... And i did watch some tv shows but mostly because i was sick oh so i couldn't play any games but it's so you, i'm feeling a bit better you're so better if you now hear any sneezes or sniffles it's me and it's it's not covid related as far as we know no i, I took several tests and it, i was i wasn't COVID positive so very good uh well good at least. glad to see you're better at least and and here and laura how are you you <laughs> I'm good. Yes, I'm all right. Uh, enjoyed the small break I had before. <laughs> <The> two days. <laughs> <Back to Brightstone. laughs> but no, yeah, it's been good. Still managed to fit a couple of, well, w- one or two games in at least. Of course you did. You're the, I don't know how you've managed to fit in these, uh, these <laughs> I games. Because I, I mean, I've, like Thomas, I haven't played. I mean, I've been playing on and off some games, but I haven't finished any. Um, mainly because I I'm think, down with family. I think I think Laura's secretly a twin. Yeah. <laughs> and she never told anyone. I, I mean, you, you must tell us how you can manipulate time. Uh, I wish I could manipulate time more than I do. There's still more things I'd like to be doing, but yeah. Oh yeah, no, me too. I mean, so many games I want to play, so many TV series yeah. I want to watch, and just different things I want to do, like countries I want to visit again. Hopefully, in 2022, we can oh, start no. again. Um, but the, the good thing is that so far, at least the three of us have managed to escape COVID. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, at least I've managed to escape it. Same. I mean, uh, especially wood. where I am at the moment, I know loads of people who have it. Yeah, so like I'm, myself and uh, people I'm close to me concerned. who who got COVID over the Christmas holidays. And I was with them before they got it or at the beginning. And somehow I have been okay. <laughs> oh, good but, stuff. But uh, they're all okay. Need to add as well. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so this, uh, well, before we start, actually, uh, Laura, um, you wanted to mention something because as well as doing this podcast and as well as doing your own Twitch stream, you are also a contributor, a writer for AdventureGamers.com, which have been going on for over two decades now with some yeah. uh, great coverage of adventure games. And not just reviews, reviews are great as well, but they give lots of coverage to adventure game developers and uh, adventure games in general. But um, they, I think they need our help. So, Laura, over to you. <laughs> yes, and I, I'm, I'm, I'll say this. I'm sort of speaking on behalf of them. I'm, I'm just a writer for Adventure Gamers. I'm not part of the editorial team or anything. But they have put this out there as an yeah. article. So I think it's okay for me to mention. Um, basically, they're, they're just saying they need a bit more help with funding the site. Um, it's, they've said, they've put this article out saying over the past year, Plus, Adventure Gamers has been running at a deficit every month and, you know, it just can't continue, basically, because obviously they need, they do need some kind of income to keep it running, to keep um, the editorial team on, to keep 
um, you know, all the all the manpower that goes into, um, you know, finding out about these games, uh, running the site. It just needs a little bit mm. of help. So they've basically they've got this Patreon, uh, this crowdfunding page on Patreon. Um, and they're just asking if anyone was able to, if everyone enjoys uh, the site or would like to see. I mean, it is basically the only major English language adventure game news and review outlet left for, for adventure games. It's the only one out there. Uh, obviously, there are ones that are in different languages, but this is the, the mm. last major one. The web, so the if you'd like to yeah. keep it going, um, yeah, as a website, <laughs> yeah, um, if, if you'd like to keep it going, um, they've got Patreon up there. They've got um, also you can uh, use PayPal me if you just want to do a one off rather than a monthly thing. And just, you know, you don't have to donate very much. But um, as I said, it's it's a great site. It provides a lot of information about adventure games that nowhere else does all under one uh, roof as a website anyway. Um, and it's got, you know, there's walkthroughs there. There's loads of things um, that's good about it. I use it a lot just to find out games that are coming up, to mm. be fair. I used it a bit for <laughs> for what we're going to be doing later on. Um, so yeah, it, basically, if you just check out adventuregamers.com, you'll see the article there about the financial support. And um, if you like what you see, um, drop them a couple of quid. Thank you, Laura. Yes, I will include a link to the description because uh, I mean, I myself love Adventure Gamers. Uh, I know I told you, Laura, beginning that, oh, they're the competition. They're not. <laughs> they, I think we complement each other. Right? Do yeah, the podcast yeah. and they do the website. It's, I mean, they have so many people, you know, doing i mean they're voluntary as well i believe but I, it's uh yes so i don't get yeah. I, I don't get anything from money won't go to reviews. you then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't get anything from writing the reviews but i do obviously get to play the game so that's something. yeah yeah no cool so if people want to um or at least share the news or anything uh you can check out the, that website under article and uh see if you can help if you so wish um now adventure games podcast also has a patreon if i yes. uh, get this over it <laughs> is over and done with uh we have a patreon as well we um That's a nice segue there yes uh so if people also want to uh contribute as well ensure that the podcast continues because uh yeah there are a lot of costs that we don't realize you know to pay to make sure this is as good as possible like for the website for the domain for zoom and for different things so that will really help us um as well there's some extras that people will get so uh, you'll get these episodes at least 24 hours in advance and you'll also get extras such as spoiler interviews with the developers such as the developer of techno babylon the developer of lake the developer of interrogation uh, and plenty more as well and uh, interviews that uh we did at adventure x all those years ago back when we could meet people in person so that is Patreon. And when that was still an Adventure X. Yes, that is <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast. And if you so wish, you can help us out. You can also share the podcast and you can leave a review. We have on the show notes, uh, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Adventure Games Podcast. That also would really, really, really help us and help the developers who come on the podcast and games that we talk about as well. So, so with that... Uh, over and done with, um, we will begin our favorite adventure games of the year of 2021. Now, also, uh, just to make clear, we are three people. Uh, we have full-time jobs as well as this, and we have lives. So, <laughs> and there's a lot of adventure games released. Uh, over 100 adventure games again released, I believe, Laura, you were saying, was it? that? Yes, I think it's about 142, something oh, around dear that. Oh, Lord. I know um, and some of them are short, some of them are longer, and I know people have their own different definitions of adventure games and all, but what are, you know, probably classified adventure games, over a hundred. 
So there's no way we can play all the games or come close to playing even half of it, even between the three of us. So if you don't mention your game or a game you're a fan of, probably it's because we haven't played it. <laughs> we yeah, haven't been able yeah, to play yeah. it. Um, so there's still so many adventure games that I want to play, but, you know, time is limited. But we will be reviewing, the, the or not reviewing, mentioning uh, the, the games that we thought were our favorites that we had played this year. So... Yeah, that, that doesn't mean that the other games are, are shite, as you said. Exactly. That's always the feeling that you get, like, oh, this is... Why the, didn't they say this my, game? This is my, my top ten. Yeah, but why is this on there as well? You, it's my top ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because we have probably haven't played uh, yeah. as many others as we would like. So, that's just, just so to it, get that it, out of the way. It, it was 142 adventure games, and I, I, I played... I played 18 of them, so I played around 8%. And that's still good. That's still a lot. That's still good, yeah. That's really good. So, uh, yeah. So, who who wants to start? You can tell we prepared this. Uh, Who wants to start? (laughs) As always. (laughs) Who who wants to start with their fifth favorite adventure game of I think you should start. I think you should start. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay, so... Well, my fifth favorite adventure game of the year, of the games that I've played in 2021, is Lake. Ah. So you played this as well, Laura. You, yeah. You uh, gave a review. I think we more or less agree. I don't know where, if it is in your top five or anything, but... Um, I, I, well, I, do, when should I reveal my fifth one? Uh, well, what, what is your fifth one, Laura? Is it's it? Lake. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Now, by the way, also need to mention that we don't know each other's top five. This year we no, kept we it surprising. This is blatantly we, obvious now. We, we, we are going to be surprising each other. Shall, <laughs> so, I, shall I add my that I do yeah. not have Lake in my top five? Oh. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, we, I mean, we've already, well, you already reviewed it. What I liked yeah. about it in one sentence is it's a game that's, that's both retro and modern at the same time. It kind of shows that you can make a game that uh, is, you know, retro. It's set in the 80s and has a lot to do with the 80s, but it looks and feels like a modern game as well. And it's just, it does really good, really uh, cathartic, I felt, really peaceful. Played it at exactly the time I needed to play it, delivering packages and the reactive story and how it looks. And and yeah, really liked it. And uh, so over to you, Laura. If you... <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's a game that, you know, you it's a very nice, relaxing game to play, I think. Um, and I really liked just interacting with the with the town's mm. characters, Angie especially, at mm. the VHS store. She has my heart. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. That's all there is to it. You you interact with the characters, got some fun storylines. Just I want more games with flirting in them. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, you and flirt. I liked it this uh, you should play more uh, more visual novels. I know. I more think dating. I more dating sims. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe around Valentine's Day, I'll start doing that (laughs) that sounded really sad Um... (laughs) oh you could play it with with another person maybe (laughs) no Um, but yeah Uh, no basically what you said looks really nice um, Mm. and just a a nice a beautifully beautiful looking really pleasant game to play yeah thank you yeah I I concur I agree Um, so that is Lake so okay then What's your what's Thomas? Your you're number My five. Uh, can I can I cheat a bit and put it in a shared a shared fifth place? Okay, uh, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> in fifth place, I have I have two games. I have Strange Land and I have Encodia. 
Oh, ah, two kind of nice. sci-fi-ish games. Uh, yes, yeah. I play a lot of sci-fi and cyber uh, sci-fi games. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, I love cyberpunk. So, well, yes. yeah, well, well, remind us, uh, you know, briefly then. Uh, I don't, you know, first of all, Strangeland. What did you like about that? It was bonkers as hell. <laughs> Absolutely, it is one of the wonderfully weirdest games I've ever played. It is. It's hard to describe what the game is about. It's. It's all in. in in a dreamland kind of thing it has a, it's a very dark game but it also a lot of dark humor in it it looks really weird and i had a, a very fun time playing it yeah no i i, I replayed it uh, with the developer commentary and the annotation mode and i understood it a lot more then and it's just so much in so many references that i missed the first time but it's clear that i'm just References to like Norse mythology, and I I completely missed that the first time. I I mean that's really that you know on me, but you know it's it's clear developers you know really clever people that they're well read, and uh, and yeah no it was it was a bonkers crazy guy they went full on into you know all bonkers mode. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, did you you played as well, Laura? Didn't you? Yes, maybe it's in somewhere in oh, my we shall list see. as well. We, we shall see. Well, I think a game, as you mentioned, uh, that neither Laura or I played, I don't think, and Codia. No, I've got it. I, I, I have yeah. as well. Uh, so yeah, Codia about... was, the, was the first game I played this year. Yeah, last I remember. Year. What, what, was, uh, what, what does it remind us again? Because January was it so a, long a, ago. A, January yeah, 2021. It, it feels like a decade ago. <laughs> it is a story about a girl and her robot in a uh, cyberpunk Berlin. And uh, there is, of course, a conspiracy going on and that she gets dragged into. She's a, a homeless girl that somehow has a massive robot as a companion. And uh, during the game, you play both You play both the girl and the robot. And the, the art style is beautiful. It's, it has a very Studio Ghibli style of, uh, of artwork. Uh, it's, a, it's a very nice game. It's a fun game. Um, and it, it's just really well made. The puzzles are uh, were challenging. Um yeah, it, it, it kicked off the year for me, and it, it uh, I think I said back then, if this is an indication of what this year is going to be, we're in for a good year, and it and definitely we was were. an indication of the year that we were going to have, because it was a really good game. Yeah, that is your number five, along with Strangeland. Um, so, well, thank you. Okay, so number four, then, this uh, counting down now. So my fourth favorite adventure game of the adventure games that I've played that were released in 2021 is Inspector Waffles. Mm. And I said at the time that... Uh... That's my fourth as well. <laughs> hey! hey! <laughs> okay, so now me and Thomas can uh, can can discuss it then. Because uh, I know me and Laura reviewed it. Um, and uh, Thomas, you very briefly talked about it as well. But I mean, what I liked about it, it's... I, I mean, overall, it's it's a really good game. For, I really like the writing in it. The writing is one of the strongest, I think, that in any game I've played this year. It's uh, And I compared it to, you know, Broken Sword and what Revolution do in that. He, what he did, what Golosa Games did really, really well was um, it's combined serious with humor, um, I thought. that it, It's more serious than I think. It's not just a you know crazy comedy game. It's a serious game, but with some very clever humor. That, for example, the the rabbit that comes up with um, a box factory in Cat Town and becomes a multi-billionaire, <laughs> um, I thought it was very clever. And just references like that are just the dialogue as well. 
and I loved the, the mystery. The, the detective story was really engaging. It was really good all the way through, you know, up until the end. I found it very surprising. Um, you know, it stuck the landing. I uh, also thought the puzzles were quite inventive as well. Like, for the most part, not too difficult, not too easy, I didn't think. Uh, the in-game health system with your mother was what was well done. That, you know, it was very not, not intrusive, but also felt part of the story, felt part of the game. And it looks really nice as well. With it's um, kind of looks old school as well. Um, you know, not too many animations like another mm. certain other game, uh, which may or may not be in my top five as well. But it's uh, it looks really really nice, I thought, and decent length as well. So, um, Thomas, what again? What was what were your reasons for it being in top in the top four? Or I don't need four? to add anything to that. I think <laughs> I just had a, I just really enjoyed playing it, and yeah. it made me play, want to play more of uh, more of Inspector Waffle, especially the balance between the seriousness and the silliness of the world. Uh, like um, I really like it when they do that. Like Clapman mm. did that as well. Yes. Uh, like they they managed to balance balance that, and um, uh, yeah, it was just a really good, well written, fun uh, detective game. Yeah. Well, uh, looking forward to what Colossal Games is next. He has announced his next game, which is a prequel, and it's going to be even more old school. It's going to be in the style and graphics of a Game Boy, um, I believe. That he is going to uh, release it might be released in twenty twenty two, but mm. I think anything that he makes now that he I think he's certainly one not not potential he's already made a really good game and um, two actually Antenna Dilemma is shorter but also was similar and that's combined serious with humor and did really really well so yes that's Thomas and myself number four is Inspector Waffles so Laura what is your number four? Adventure well, game of the year. If I could cheat like Thomas, I would. <laughs> I would have a joint. Well, and I real... probably would, because when he was saying that, I was like, "Yeah, I really should put Inspector Waffles in there as well." So it was going to be Strange Land, but I would say Strange Land and Inspector Waffles would be my joint four because they they're both deserving, I think, of being in. Um, yeah, a it's top so five. hard. It was hard. It's, it's hard. <laughs> um, I like I'll, uh, very quickly because obviously we've spoken about this. Strange Land. I agree with Thomas. I just really like the creepiness. Um, I thought just it was so different from anything else I played uh, this year, but it still was really, you know, it had that great um, point and click feel of being, um, you know, using the kind of things that you're used to in adventure games, but in a totally new style and a new way. And it was the voice acting was great as well. I might have to play it again with that um, annotation uh, mm. way that you did, sure, sure, because I, might... I missed quite a lot, I'm sure, yeah. as well. <laughs> but yeah, it's just about the right length. I just thought it would, mm. that, you know, they did something totally different and really cool. Um, so I really like that. And I, I agree with Inspector Waffles. Really well written, really funny, um, but had some serious points as well. Um, just a, a g- good, solid, decent adventure game, really. Um, totally different to, to Strange Land, but they both <laughs> had in, in style and in sort of narrative, but both really well-made adventure games. Yeah, definitely have to have to agree that uh, yeah, Strange Land also was published by Wadgetai and developed yes. by Wormwood Studios, who made Primordia. Uh, I love that game as well. So if you like Strange Land, I mean, it's still quite different. That's about robots in a post-apocalyptic setting, but again, really, really, really good as well. And um, and yeah, as you mentioned, Inspector Waffles. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we shall see what the next year shall bring. Um, okay, so uh, now we get this is getting serious now. Our top oh. three adventure games of the year. 
this is like you, Laura. I feel bad that I couldn't include all the games. That, I know, but uh, I think I before, keep thinking of other things, I'm like, oh, but that maybe should have been in there. Well, so, I, th- I, I think be, before we reach our number ones, uh, we can briefly mention uh, other, other games mentions. we liked. Yes, that's it. Because I have a few. <coughs> um, but anyway, my number three favorite adventure game of the year is the Dark Side Detective: A Fumble in the Dark. So this was the sequel to The Dark Side Detective from Spooky Doorway. And yeah, I mean, I reviewed it at the time it was released. But again, this show, I mean, it's very difficult to make a good comedy game or a good comedy adventure game. That's genuinely funny. Laugh out loud because a lot of games, you know, you're kind of like, oh, you know, like you might smile or you might go, oh, it's a bit corny. It's a bit cheesy. But very rarely do I at least laugh out loud when playing games. But with The Dark Side Detective, what Spooky Dory have done, not just once, but twice, uh, they've made two genuinely funny, at times hilarious games. And it's fumbled in the dark, just all the way through, there are so many great jokes. And there's no voice acting, so it's all, you know, re- relying on the writing and the setting. And I think they just succeeded in that, you know, that, um, you know, there was one that reminded, someone reminded me that the two detective um Dooley, well, McQueen and Dooley, that he wanted to ask, so how do you pronounce it? Is it vase or vase? And Dooley says, <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a vase person myself. And, and McQueen says, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> so <laughs> I just found that something like that hilarious. And I think if there were voice acting, it might have been better. But um, without it still, but it's also a very good game. Like the, there are five different cases and they're, they're also very well written cases. There are twists in them and they're engaging, I found as well. And um, also, I like this humor was very positive. So the characters aren't really, you know, nasty or mean spirited, um, you know, starting to compare to say, I, don't, I know these are classics for many people, Simon the Sorcerer and Deponia. But um, in this game, the characters, they are positive. And I think that's kind of what I needed personally this past year. Um, just kind of made me feel good. Uh, just um, also with the characters that Detective Dooley is... Um, you know, kind of like the more like dim-witted person. Uh, but he also has better people skills than Detective yes. McQueen. So Detective McQueen is more, you know, clever, but he's not as good with people. And people kind of engage better with duty more. And also in Detective McQueen, when he tries to tell jokes, they always fall flat. So naturally, I cannot empathize with that because all of my jokes, <laughs> as you guys know, are hilarious and funny and always land. But for anyone, you know, poor Detective McQueen, who uh, just wants people to laugh and people, you know, just wants people to think he's funny, but he uh, he never quite manages it and duty calls him out on it. And, but just their, just their interaction and just the entire game. And I know there are people saying, oh, I hope that there are, you know, more animations. I didn't need for me more. No, I more. never got that criticism it's, either. It's, uh, it's like, and these same people, like they play old school adventure games. Uh, from like the 80s and 90s. It's like, sorry, there aren't exactly huge amount of animations from, especially from indie games as well, because it costs a lot of money. But yeah, this is a game, it's a very good length as well. It's over 10 hours, I think, for the whole game. They also just released a new case uh, for Christmas. I haven't played it yet, but people seem to like that as well. And uh, yeah, just everything about it, I thought really, really good, really positive, really a lot of fun. And yeah, my third favorite adventure game of the year is The Dark Side Detective, A Fumble in the Dark. And really looking forward to seeing what Spooky Doorway do in future. Nice. So, yeah. So I'm guessing number three isn't the same for the two of you. So, no. uh, well, Laura, we can go 
to you now again. So what is your number three third favourite adventure da, da, game da, da, da. of the year? Mine is, oh, it's Mutropolis. Oh, um, yes, I have to play that. Yeah, which is by Pirata Studio and the publisher is Application Systems Heidelberg, who we all know, you know, uh, a very good publisher when it comes to adventure games. And, I, I uh, think they've had a hit, like just a series yeah. of hits. They have, they have. Um, um, and it's funny what you were, you were saying there uh, about your choice, uh, Shosha, because uh, part of it, I kind of agree with, with Metropolis as well. It's a very funny game, um, really clever game, well-written game. A really interesting idea as well that um, there's been a big uh, sort of what they call cataclysm events, this big disastrous event where everyone's left uh, Earth to go to Mars, but archaeologists have come back to Earth um, in the year 5000 and they are discovering, they, they're trying to find this lost city of Eutropolis on Earth. Um, but there's because um, they haven't been on Earth for so long, there's all these little in-jokes about things they discover about society now. Um, and that's where a lot of the humor lies. Um, where, you know, they're picking up items that we know about, obviously, and going, I wonder what this was used for. Um, so there's a lot of humor to be found there. It's got a great cast, really strong mm. voice acting throughout. Um, Sally Beaumont is in there. There's loads of, like, if you know the adventure game world, they've mm. basically got everyone in, <laughs> under one roof. Alistair um, Beckett King. Yes, Alistair Beckett King as well. So, yeah. And um, many um, others. <laughs> yes, many, many more. Uh, really strong writing, really funny, really uh, well, um, uh, what's the word? It's hand-drawn graphics. It looks amazing. Um, really beautifully drawn. And, yeah, just fun. Just really good fun. And um, that's kind of what I wanted at the time. Um, just something that was enjoyable to play. And, um, yeah, the puzzles are great as well. Really clever puzzles. There wasn't anything that I got too stuck at. Um, and, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I, at the time, I was thinking... Uh, this could well be one of my games of the year and it stuck it stuck the test of time nice i really need to play that game and yeah, encodia really the two good. games that i really want to play because i love the demo at adventure x yes that's uh, like you said very clever humor that i love the setting you know that they're uh finding out maybe something like uh i don't know an ipad or an ipod <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if it's just that but... tr- i can't remember yeah i can't but we, we know what they are <laughs> yeah and then and they're there's very sort of de- uh, detailed lore they have about these kind of things. And as archaeologists, they have these things like, well, what, what could this have been used for? And it's just like, a, you know, a, some toilet paper or something. And, you know, it's that kind of humor. But they do it a lot more, uh, not better than I've just described there. But yeah, yeah. it's really, really good. Yeah, no, that's uh, Mud... Well, Mudtropolis, although I kept it's getting... It's not Mudtropolis. What is it? Gonna... There's what? no D. Oh, whoops. I was going to say I keep getting it wrong. <laughs> but... Mudtropolis? It's... It's just Mutropolis. M-U-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S. So that's why I couldn't find it on Steam then, because I kept putting a D in it. Yes, and he kept doing this in the Discord. He kept being like, oh, I'd really like to play Mudtropolis. And I was like, it's not, that's not how it's spelled. I mean, there might be another game called Mudtropolis, you know, full of mud, city full of mud. maybe, but that's not my third (laughs) game. Sorry, Mudtropolis. It's Mutropolis. So that game is your number three, your third favourite adventure game of the year. Um, Well, yeah, well, thank you, Laura. Um, so, Thomas, then, what is your third favorite adventure game of the year? My Da-da. third favorite adventure game of the year is Warp Frontier. Oh, Ooh. I still have to play that. It's next on my <laughs> list. Yeah. Uh, 
I had no uh, expectations, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, I just uh, 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 I got this game uh, through you, Sersha. Mm. And uh, yes, thank you to uh, to Captain Brossom for yeah. <laughs> yeah. providing us with a copy uh, as well. Because it was not initially on my uh, on my watch list, and um, I'm I'm glad I got it because I had a ton of fun with this game. Uh, science fiction, uh, all voice acted very good, very well voice acted, I must say. And you know how uh, how of a blind spot voice acting usually <laughs> is for me. So for uh, for me to make a, a, a remark about it that says something. Um, yeah, it's it's um, it's. A, I love sci-fi, as I said before, and uh, this is another, and it's a detective. So it, it oh, the, uh, one thing missing is maybe is maybe a taxi. <laughs> Although this guy does have his own uh, his own spaceship, so maybe that'll uh, that'll count. And um, it's an interesting mystery. It plays uh, very well, challenging puzzles. It looks great. It it makes me uh, want to know more about this world that I'm I'm playing in. I, I just uh, I just had a lot of fun with it as, as well, and I think uh, having fun with it is the most important uh, aspect of a game. So, yeah, yeah, it's got some very good reviews. It uh, seems that the execution is really good, uh, and I also interviewed Andrew Goulding, the developer. And if you listen to that, you know he put a lot of effort into it, and you know took his time with it. It was a few years, and it seems to have paid off. It's um, a lot of you seem to have enjoyed it. It's a really good, seems to be sci-fi detective game, and I'm really delighted that uh, that you liked it so much. And um, yeah, no, I really need to play that <laughs> to see uh, yeah. because I want to play it as well. I really, really, it was high on my list to play, um, and I hope to play it again in January. So, uh, well, thank you, Thomas. Also, it seems to, uh, you know because he himself, the developer, compared it to something like The Expanse or something, which I know you're also a fan of. Uh, Thomas, oh yeah, so I'm, I'm watching the if, final season now. So, uh, nice, but if it is very much, uh, a, 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 it, a, it tries very much to make a sci-fi that is grounded in reality. Mm. So and that 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 shows, yeah, there's a there's this big uh, big mystery going on, and I can't really say too much. Yeah, don't want to <laughs> spoil anything, but it does it does touch on some very serious sci-fi uh, sci-fi subjects without losing the humor. Uh, because there is there is some uh, there is also some humor in there. I mean, I think mm. the guy is Australian. Yeah, Australian. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. That's, yes. Almost, that's genetic. So <laughs> 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 they they tend to have a very uh, a very specific sense of humor, and that that comes through in the mm. in the game as well. So that was that was good. Cool. Yeah. So that is Warp Frontier, and it's your number three adventure game of the year. Uh, so then, now we get into our number two, our second favorite adventure games of the year. Uh, so okay, well, my second favorite adventure game of the year is, and I hope I don't go overboard with praise of this <laughs> game. Uh, overboard. Now, if you go on Steam, there are two games: overboard and then overboard with ex- exclamation marks. So. This is this is the Inkle Studio John Ingold made uh, overboard with uh, exclamation mark, and yeah, this was a real surprise for all of us. We didn't know this existed until it came out. <laughs> well, I, I did, but yeah. oh well, you did, yeah, because so, well, somebody played I before. About it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> La <Lady-da>. well, <laughs> wow, good, good for you, Laura. And the the funny thing was that you were telling us. You know, I've you know I'm playing this game, but I can't say anything about it, and I really want to talk about it. It's really good, 
And then it came out, turned out it was from another game from Eagle Studio, who made Heaven's Fault, uh, 80 Days, and uh, what was it, P- Pendragon? Uh, uh, Pendragon, yeah. Pendragon. And, and Sorcery as well. Yeah, yeah so, so that, oh wow, this just came by, and uh, John Eagle spoke to you, Laura, on Twitch. He spoke to me and Thomas as well um, about, you know, how this game just kind of came about. And yeah, it kind of dropped. It, it didn't do any real marketing before yeah. the game was released. None and, at um, all. Yeah. In fact, they di- they didn't want us to say- give any talk no. about it before. It's, um, but this is one of those games again that it shows that a game can be challenging but fun at the same time because I think so many games and particular adventure games and developers think that you have in order to be challenging it has to be frustrating that you know you have to be you know not knowing what you're doing you have to be stuck on a puzzle for hours or days or a week or however long uh, to be challenging and to be worthwhile and I've always kind of been against that I was thinking I I don't like being stuck like I like a game to be challenging but I don't like to use, you know, everything on everything, uh, inventory items. I don't like illogical puzzles. But what this game does really well, I mean, you could say that there are really no traditional puzzles. Um, it's more a dialogue game, kind of like a visual novel, but the game is challenging because it's not giving anything away to say that you have to get away with murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you were on a boat and you have to just speak to people try and convince them that you didn't do it oh, yeah. so, i think it's worth saying you basically not push your husband yeah you over, push your over a whole, ship don't you <laughs> overboard yes you yeah, push your you husband push and then the rest of the game is you trying to um trying to get uh you know trying to get away with it but it's mm. a lot easier or a lot more difficult rather than it sounds and i love how many twists there were like in the yeah. writing it was so good that, and then just when you think you might be getting away with it, and then something else happens, and then you think, oh, I magic it past that, but then something else happens. And again, try not to give any spoilers, but it's just such a well-written game, and it's mm. such a lot of fun. And I think just about anybody can pick up and play it. I played this with my, well, my partner. Uh, it was over Zoom, and, and she's not a gamer at all, but yeah. she loved it. <laughs> and now the, the, the game itself is short, you know, about 30 minutes playtime, depending on, you know, what you do. And, uh, and you can, but it's one of these games that, you know, I didn't get bored, you know, repeating it, playing it again. Because there's so many different things you could do, different ways you could go about it. You know, what she was doing, she was saying, yeah, just wait on deck. Wait on deck to see if this all blows over. <laughs> and then, you know, and then the next time she said, oh, no, I want to try it differently. So there's different things you can do. And, and it's quite quick as well, isn't it? Yes, Each playthrough is only about 20, you know, maybe yeah. half an hour at most if you yeah. go all the way through. And then you could just keep going, keep going. So you can pick it up and, and play um, as many times as you want. Yeah. And then even when you think you might have gotten away with murder, there's still more, which again, I don't want to say. Yes. Um, but, but for me, this was such a joy, such a fun game that I played and such a well-written game, again, from Inco Studios, um, as we'd expect. Very different to these other games, at least very different to Heaven's Vault, at least. That's a really big, epic game, an you know, epic fantasy game. This is a smaller game, but I think they're both nearly as good. They're, you know, I, I love both games. And and this year really surprised me. I love the look of it. And um, and again, yeah, I just found, just fun. Just when you think of fun, just this game comes to my mind that just pick up and play and it's cheerful and whimsical and yeah, most of the year might be my number one, but I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I would absolutely recommend it to anyone. And yeah, so my first, my number two, actually, 
favourite adventure game is Overboard. And um, and again from Inkle Studios and John Ingalls. So, yeah. So now who wants to go next to see their, say their number two favourite adventure game? Cause, uh, <laughs> I'll, go, uh, I'll go next. Okay, uh, so Thomas, your second favourite adventure game ooh. of the year. I can't, yes. I can't think now. I'm trying to guess, but... You're trying to guess. I think I know what one of them might be, but I don't know whether it would be second or first. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, okay yeah, go ahead. We, we could try and guess each other's first. My yeah, okay. second favourite game of the year, Game Deck. Okay, yeah, that's oh, the wow. one I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, it is, yes. You could argue that it's not an adventure game. It's more like a role-playing game. But uh, it, it, it is a... Uh, it is a I call it a, a, a point-and-click adventure game disguised as a role-playing game, just like Disco Elysium, because there is no combat in this game. Uh, it is all... Um, uh, yeah, you're, you're the, another detective game, technically. Because <laughs> yes, you are yeah. a, a, a detective in uh, that specializes in crimes that happen inside games. Sounds really weird. It is weird, but it's also cool. Uh, and as any good adventure um, story... Uh, any good sci-fi story it explores um, the human mind, the human, the human soul, the the, the, the the human being, and what technology does to it, and it does so in a very in a very interesting way with a very cool uh, cool concept. There's, it's a lot of reading, but so was Disco Elysium, mm. and uh, it it really feels like a sci-fi Disco Elysium for for me. It's not it doesn't go uh, as deep as Disco Elysium does. But uh, Game Deck really aims for the stars and uh, uh, succeeds in a lot of ways. Uh, I, I backed it on Kickstarter. Um, so uh, when it came out, I really wanted to play this. And there is also high play replayability because you can uh, make different kinds of characters because that's the role-playing uh, part of it. You know, you can uh, level up different skills and therefore uh, get a different kind of story. Because you're looking into different different stuff, so uh, yeah, I, I it was one of those games that I wanted to keep on playing, um, and uh, I'm, I'm very uh, was very happy with it. It, it. it touched a lot of the pushed a lot of the right buttons for me. Nice, yeah. I'd, I thought that could have been your number one actually, but uh... yeah, I was I knew it was going to be two or one, but I couldn't work out which. Yeah, no, I mean I I also want to play this game. A lot. I backed it on Kickstarter as well, and I love the look of it. I read the first book. There are two books. I read the first book, and um, I want to, you know, just play the game now because also detective kind of cyberpunk, sci-fi, fantasy. It like it hits all the right notes for me, and it seems to have had really good execution. And um, yeah, and yeah, no, I really want to to play that as well. So hopefully this year. But I'm delighted you enjoyed it, and. Um, yeah, so it's game deck, and it's uh, with a C at the end, so G A M E D E C. It's um, one word. But yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Thomas. Uh, curious to know what your first, your favorite yeah, adventure game is. But uh, but yeah, so Laura, I, mm. I'm trying to guess now what your. I don't think you'll guess it. Well, no. I don't think you'll guess. Um, so my second is Buddy Simulator 1984. Oh, I was going to think that might be your number one. Ah, but, well, you might you might then be able to guess what my number one is. Oh, uh, but yeah, this kind of took me by surprise. I hadn't heard of anything about this game. I saw it, someone stream it on Twitch and I thought, this looks really weird and interesting. And it certainly was. It's a very odd game, but um, I it's definitely got my kind of style of 
sort of eccentric humor which um the last game i played that had that sort of thing was maybe undertale um very interesting game where you basically have this ai technology buddy simulator um and first of all it plays some very simple games with you like rock paper scissors that kind of thing then it evolves as you play it so then it becomes a text adventure then it becomes a 2d sort of scrolling adventure game then it becomes well i, I what you know you can kind of get the idea of how it evolves but um and all the time this as you're playing the games that this computer creates for you it, it's uh, you know it's asking yourself like did you enjoy that was that fun should i change this character so it's quite meta because the computer is talking to you as you're playing these games and as you you might guess it, it's not all of everything goes to plan it, it starts it, more things happen it gets a little bit creepy and, and weird so it's got this kind of dark uh, vein underneath it. It's not all kind of bright and friendly as it might look at first um, glance. But just a really interesting concept for a game and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was um, really well written, really interesting um, idea behind it that, you know, if it had just been a text adventure on its own, I would have enjoyed that. But the fact it it takes that text adventure and then it sort of makes what you did in that adventure into a 2D world that you explore... Um, and then it goes from there. I thought it was really interesting. And um, yeah, ju uh, quite creepy as well. <laughs> but in, in a sort of like, you're just like, what's going to happen here? What's going on? You, you really want to, you know, work out the story and, you know, how it's going to end and stuff. So um, I definitely, if you've not heard of it and you like things like Undertale or Inscription, it's got a, a bit of that kind of vein of kind of horror, uh, psychological horror a little bit. Uh, check it out. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember you reviewing it, and it's, yeah. it's, uh, I remember like it struck out to me as well. I thought, "Wow, this sounds really kind of bonkers." But yeah. uh, <laughs> sort uh, of like uh, I don't know if you played Stories Untold, but it reminded me a bit. Oh, uh, but that I, as I've well. heard of it. Yeah, I've, I've seen you play that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That's uh. Yeah. Really strange game, but it has got like, again. I think overwhelmingly positive reviews mm. on Steam, and uh, I remember your Rightfully review was so. really yeah, it was really positive as well. That's um, by, um, I should say, it's by Not A Sailor Studios. That's what they're called. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, well, thank you, Lord. That's Buddy Simulator that people can check out. No, no, yes. check out Buddy Simulator, not Bloody, Bloody Simulator. Oh, did I? oh, my apologies. That would be very different, I imagine. Buddy Simulator 1984. <laughs> uh, so, well, thank you for that. And also, you can check out our full reviews of these games and uh, episodes during the year. Um, but yeah, thank you, Laura. Now, before we get to our number one favorite adventure games of the year, uh, just a couple of things. First of all, we put out, we asked people what their favorite adventure games of the year, and some people came back to us. Uh, first of all, Kieran, uh, who is a Patreon subscriber and who is on Discord, and um, he came back to us with his top five. And he said, my top five games from 2021 are five, Papachura. Don't know if either of you played that. Papichura, Papichura, I don't know how to say Papichura, well, uh, Inspector Waffles at number four as well from Kieran, uh, number three, Not Another Weekend, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that, that's really another game I want to play as well, got some very good reviews, Overboard yeah. at number two as well, and number one, Dark Side Detectives Series 2, Fumble in the Dark, so similar enough to, I think, ours and mine. And uh, he said his top five games from other years I only got around to in 2021 <laughs> is five, The Red Strings Club, four, The Last Show of Mr. Chardish, which I believe you Yay. played, Thomas. Yeah, I love that game. And uh, number three was Welcome to Elk for Kieran. So Welcome to Elk. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And number two was Disco Elysium. And number one was The Longing. Interesting. Oh. oh. So maybe that game finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you can't just leave it and it will continue. Yeah. It's in real time, um, that game, isn't it? Yeah. But it had, well, it has to be because it's like 400 days or something. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe it's finished now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Kieran. And then there's another person on a Discord called, oh, I'm going to get this pronunciation more. Xirzon. That's X-I-R-Z-O-N. So uh, he said his personal top three adventure games that he played in 2021. So these are games released in other years, but games that he played this year. Number one, What Remains of Edith Finch? It says, short, but a storytelling masterpiece. And he only checked it out because of the podcast. Um, so you're welcome. And um, <laughs> <laughs> number two, Oh, yes, I should have mentioned this. If on a winter's night for travelers, ah. which is on a lot of people's top five lists as well. Um, again, I haven't I, played that one this, yet. I got, I got it, but I haven't. It's very it. good. It's very dark, which he'll mention as well. It's a gorgeous pixel art, engaging story, clever puzzles, absolutely free as well. So it's free on yeah. itch.io and Steam. Highly recommended, but heed the content advisory. Um, it does go to some dark places as well. I remember it was fantastic as well. Um, I probably should have put it up in my top five, but we can't include all of them. Uh, number three, he said, was tell me why. Um, okay, I'll tell you why. No, <laughs> uh, absolutely love the characters. Even if I would only rate it four out of five overall, the key story choices were a bit weak, but it's still his third favorite game of the year that he played. And he said, Darkseid Detective 2 is a close runner-up, very much of a comparable quality to the first game. And they just added a great bonus case. So thank you, Xirzun. Um, I know I butchered that. Uh, so, yeah. So, and again, very quickly, there are some games that were released in 2021 that I want to play. So I'm just going to mention them very briefly that I have not yet played. Lacuna, Life is Strange 3, To the Moon 3, Imposter Factory, uh, well, Warp Frontier, I mentioned Omno, uh, Ace Attorney Chronicles, the new Cloudpunk game, Svoboda, Clio, uh, you know, Route 96, Chasing Static, Saint Kotar, The Sanju, Conway, uh, and then the Sherlock Holmes game, Chapter 1, Poirot, Game Deck, uh, Watch Over Christmas was released as well, and yeah, just there are still a lot of games released in 2021, so we want to give a shout out to those games um, that I haven't had a chance to play. So, are we ready for a number one? favorite well, adventure game of the year are, or are we going to do some uh, honorable mentions first oh yes yes thank you for reminding <laughs> me see this is so well prepared uh who wants to give honorable mentions because i feel like i've been talking a lot go ahead uh, Thomas. you go for it yeah well um i'm going to shout out a few a few titles that i uh, still highly enjoy but that just fell uh, fell short of my uh, top five uh games like angel wings painter's tale tiny room stories town mysteries uh, chronicles of insmouth mountains of madness paradise lost don't Forget Me, uh, Lacuna, Corruption Within, Nightbook. Uh, those are all games that I uh, very much enjoyed. Um, but uh, yeah, you can only put five, uh, five or, or six yeah. games in your top five. <laughs> so um, that doesn't mean that those are bad games. Not at all. Uh, I, uh, I would really recommend. And I think we, all re- uh, we, re- we reviewed them all. I reviewed them all on the podcast, so if you want to check them out, uh, go to a, a previous episode where they reviewed and, and, and really uh, you can dive into them. Some of them are even, uh, I think Angel Wings, for instance, is free. So, oh, nice. Yeah. 
if you want to do a if you mm. want to do a visual novel with uh, with flirting, uh, Laura, you should check out Angel. <laughs> oh, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Thomas. I think some of those games were probably my honorable mentions as well. But uh, Laura, do you have any honorable mentions? And this yeah. one, you can guess your number one. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's that's why you want us to do this, isn't it? Um, so I think inscription for me, it just fell short <laughs> just because of the the middle acts. But I did really like the concept; it was really cool. Um, Forgotten City is an honourable mention for me. I, I again, I really enjoyed it, but just a few others edged it out. Um, Minute of Islands, very beautiful looking game, really interesting concept in that one. Um, oh, were there any others? I think those were the main ones that I. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed Dark Side Detective Fumble in the Dark too, but mm. I didn't, I haven't finished it yet, so um, I, I left that one out. But I think those are kind of probably the main ones. Um, for me, uh, that I enjoy just looking through my Steam library. I know, the myself uh, as well. Nuts as well, I, I quite liked. That was a um, yes. very weird looking game, but again, an interesting concept where you've got to uh, trail these squirrels using uh, cameras and putting them in different locations so you catch them uh, and follow where they've gone. But yeah, um, I think all of those were, you know, very unique in their own way and just kind of edged out. Mm. But still recommended. But still, um, yeah, really recommended, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much, uh, Laura. And you know, just some of the games that uh, for me that I play released this year, um, honorable mentions, uh, like Thomas said, A Painter's Tale Quran, which is a really nice game, really could be my first adventure game released this year that, that I played. It was a surprising game. Uh, we were yeah. very surprised at how, how good it was, actually. No, absolutely. Um, also, a game that took me by surprise that I had no idea until it was released, but really loved, was Silicon Dreams. Uh, kind of like a visual novel similar to Papers, Please, but with you know, robots instead. I mean, I'm doing a bit of a disservice by just saying it. Uh, it really is a great game. You have to make some moral choices. You have to interrogate these, uh, well, these uh, automaton robots, basically, and then decide um, if they are still good to be in service. But then you have to make some moral cho- choices. And some of them are very difficult. You do feel very bad. You are playing as a automaton yourself, whose main job is to interrogate these other automatons and to uh, find out if they're telling the truth or not. Um, so you have to decide, do you continue with this you know, evil company or help these robots? But then what will happen to you if you do help these automatons? Um, but really, really well written as well and really well made game. And A Juggler's Tale, which I really enjoyed. Nice. Uh, the platform adventure game, which we played Adventure X, which looks beautiful and love the setting, love the world. And um, really also would recommend it as well. Uh, so... Uh, shall we get to our number one favorite? Sh- shall we guess? Try and guess each other's favorite adventure games. I think I know Shorsha's. Yes, I, I think everybody does. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Shorsha's so, is very easy. Sh- shall we get? I know. Account, so predictable. Three, Laura. Okay. Three, two, two. one. The Forgotten, Forgotten City. Forgotten City. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually twelve minutes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's oh, there's a t- there's a time loop there. I think we need to go back. Yes, it is. Uh, the Forgotten City. It's. Uh, I don't know. I was telling Thomas beforehand um, that. I, when I review, I only just got one ending. I didn't get all uh, oh, four really? endings yet. Yeah, but I still just loved it so much that I just think, yeah, this this game it really stuck with me. It really, you know, touched me as well. I think it's just such a well made game. And I mean, first of all, I love the setting. I love Roman the Roman setting as well, which I don't know if it's ever been done in an adventure game. Certainly not very very well. Mm. I think this is done really really well. Um, I think the writing is really good. Not too much, not too little. I think they do deal with some interesting topics as well. And I thought the characters were very interesting. And I thought just the exploration. It's a non-linear 
exploration detective game. You have to find out. So you, uh, you basically go back in time and you have to try and figure out how to get back. But then it's a time loop. So if someone commits a sin, then everyone will die. And so then you have to go back and you go back to the same point when you get to the city. And that was done really, really well. I because with a time loop game, it could be frustrating. But yes. I think that. Um, like 12 I, minutes is yes. frustrating as a time loop yes, game. Yes, I, I, I was thinking, should I mention it? Yes. I mean, overall, yeah. I thought 12 minutes was an okay game, but yeah, it did become frustrating. And for me, Forgotten City um, avoided that very, very well. It avoided being uh, frustrating that um, you... Also, you know, there's a discussion about what exactly constitutes a sin in the game. Um, it looks great as well, and yeah, it just, I, I, I thought the city, it wasn't too big, wasn't too small. And there were just enough characters to make it, you know, interesting to, you know, that not, you know, lifeless and still, you know, probably full of life. I also liked when you do something again, the first character you meet, you can tell instead of doing the same thing over and over again, just tell him, look, you need to do this, this and this. And, you know, don't argue with me, just do it. And then you can continue on with the story that way. And... Yeah, I just really, really liked it. I think uh, I would rate it really highly. I mean, I still do need to play the last three, the other three endings because my opinion might change. Don't think it will. But uh, so far from what I've played, I would rate this probably one of my games of the decade or of this of the 21st century. And I was telling Thomas earlier, for me, this would be higher than Heaven's Vault, higher than Unavowed, higher than Disco Elysium. I just love the game so much. And also other people love it as well. Now, I'm not saying, you know, that I am right. It's like everyone has their own opinion, but it has touched a lot of people. Um, yeah. They won Game of the Year from The Gamer, and they appeared in 50-plus top games of the year lists from, such for example, GameSpot, Polygon, Game Informer, PC Gamer, Games Radar, Destructoid, Eurogamer, GameRent, VG247, Kotaku, Australia, CNET, Financial Times, Bloomberg, The New Yorker, NPR, I'm getting there towards the end, The AV Club, Metro, GQ, Six Axis, Denogeep, Tech, Rap, Tech Raptor, and many, many more as well. And IGN gave it 9 out of 10. It's uh, not bad for a game that started out as a mod. I yeah, know, it's sort of mod, wasn't it? For Skyrim, I forgot thing. to mention that as well. And I got 9 out of 10 in IGN. Uh, GameSpot, it was 9 out of 10. Uh, the AGDA winner 2021 for Excellence in Narrative. Uh, other people said it's a narrative masterpiece. So yeah, basically, I love this game. Um, <laughs> I could go on more. I will be playing it hopefully in January to finish it off. And I don't know if I'll do a podcast, just a spoiler podcast too. But I'd love to get the developers on. Hopefully... The developers, modern storyteller, can come on and Nick Pierce can come on because I just love to just talk to them. For, for me, again, this would be up there with uh, Broken Sword, Monkey Island, Gabriel Knight. I really loved it that much. So, um, And yeah, and how great that feeling is when we get when we play a game like that, that, um, you know, just hits us. And again, I know that not everyone obviously will feel that way. But for me, personally, I felt it's such a great game. Um, that I really loved it, and that is The Forgotten City. So, uh, now, probably a little bit more unpredictable. What shall we... Shall we start with Thomas? Uh, I don't know, Laura, if you have any ideas what his favourite adventure game could be. I have one uh, oh, idea. You, are you going to say, or are you going to wait for him to... Do you want me to say, is it Lacuna? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a long pause for not much detail. Or Laura, you have any I other ideas? I have no idea. I really don't know. Come on, Thomas. What is it? Okay. My number one game is The Life and Suffering of Sir Branty. Ah, of oh, course. Wow. Yeah. Oh, was, was Akuna in your honourable mentions? I didn't know. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. it was, yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so The Life and Suffering of Sir Branty. Oh, wow. Interesting. So yeah. what, tell remind us about that game then. What yeah, like um, so it's a uh, it's a visual it's a visual novel, bit, technically with some uh, RPG elements, and uh, it, yeah, it's a narrative driven hardcore RPG. You can uh, you can depends a bit on your setting, but you can you can permanently die. I actually did once. Um, <laughs> it it is what struck me the most in this game. I, I uh, is the incredible world building. Um, this uh, it's a lot of reading i have to say that which is uh, which i didn't mind because they really they wrote fantastic uh, fantastic text here um, in this in this rpg it's just you start out you literally start out in the womb <laughs> and you try wow. to uh, you try to uh, end up in uh, well yeah you start as you get as you get bored and you have to you, you start making choices and choices that affect um, affect you naturally, uh, but it eventually will also affect the end game. Uh, and it, it has several chapters. I think it has, if I remember correctly, four or five chapters. It's been it's been a while since I played it, but uh, um, it, it came out in March, and um, I think I bought it immediately when it came out because the demo was so good. And uh, yeah, it's it's just I just couldn't stop playing it and I, mm. I, I, I played it in, in one in one um, you have to make choices like also what you want to become like a nobleman or uh, maybe you want to become like a sort of a spy or something you can all do that so I I, I, I went on different routes different roads and trying to get uh, to the end and I, uh, I managed to succeed eventually to get the good ending there's not there's I think there's only one good ending and there's a lot of bad endings <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, it was just it just it, it, it was a world that I wanted to be in that I wanted to read uh, read about more. I really hope they make more games in this world and not maybe just like this, but also I would I wouldn't mind a regular point and click game or whatever. Just this world was so good. Uh, it's, it's, the developer is Severin, the publisher is One Hundred One XP. I've never heard of this, and I came across this the, the demo at the uh, Steam uh, Ex- Steam Expo or. Don't know which mm. they have several of those. Uh, yeah, the so year. many now. Yeah, <laughs> the artwork is is really beautiful. It's like this old school, uh, like these these wood carvings, and it's really uh, this. Yeah, it's just it has a lot of things that I love, uh, um, and yeah, I just I, I really hope more people will play this because uh, it deserves a lot of love. It's so good. Nice. I remember you really like it. I should probably guess that because we've been talking about it since yes, as well. Yes, I remember. Been... I think it's just because it was earlier on in the year. Yeah, and so much has happened since then. Um... Yeah, but that's also also proves that regency bias is not necessarily a thing yeah. because if I look at my uh, mm. top five, there are uh, uh, well, there are two games that I on there that I played at the start of the year. So yeah, which is really really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I really want to play it as well, uh, based on what you said, that, you know, the world and everything, and you've mentioned on Discord as well that you really liked it, and, uh, y- you know, it's, it, it does seem, it seems like a well-written game as well, 
Yeah, it is incredibly well written. It 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 it, it just works on on so many different levels for me. Uh, it has gods, but you could also choose to ignore those gods. It's, yeah, it's like the, <laughs> okay. the choices feel like they really matter, and uh, like the choices you make as as uh, like in chapter one, they they literally add up to scores that are used to build your character in chapter two. So, for instance, if you uh, if you uh, have a high score in this and you have a high score in this, those two scores combined uh, form a new score for chapter two, and that's how you. And chapter two is more your teenage years, I think. Mm. So it, it it really builds you up. <coughs> in a different way so of course if you have played it once and you have an idea of what you want to play for the second time you can like okay i want to play this nobleman that's really good at sword fighting which means i have to make ch- i have to start make choices that put that will put me on the right track from mm. the very moment i start playing this game which sometimes also means you have to make some choices that are not fun mm. uh that have to do with uh yeah it's it's yeah it's, it's just really really good and i really hope you two get to play it as well uh, so you can understand what i mean i've got it i have got it yeah so yeah i, well, I want to <laughs> well since you can manipulate time laura you can <laughs> i wish maybe, i could uh, <laughs> but find a way with the time lords to God. give you time yeah. to play it uh no well thank you thomas uh yeah that's uh not surprising i guess not surprising that it should be but yeah i wouldn't have have guessed, but uh, well, thank you for that. So that is what, what is it? The, the life and suffering of Sir Brante. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. So now, finally, Laura and I've I generally have no idea. Really? Um, I'm gonna give Working my head as well. What? I, I, okay, we we can allow ourselves one guess. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. Get, I, I, I don't think obvious. it is. Really? No. It's, it, I'm trying to think. What games did you play that you really like? It's not Inscription. It's not Buddy Simulator. Those are the two games that you really liked. Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne is a. It's not Life is Strange through colors, is it? I'm no. guessing it's not that. Okay. Uh, okay, that's my guess. Uh, Thomas, do you have any other guess to what Laura played, what she had reviewed? I have, I'm, I'm wrecking my head. I, but I, I can I, just. Like, as, shall I yeah. just say? I think so. It's it's <coughs> on the board, of course. Oh, I forgot. Oh, oh wow! I forgot that you had mentioned yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mentioned good. it previously. Yeah. Wow, that's board. your number one. Yeah, I love that what? game. So good, <laughs> and I just—I mean, obviously, you've just spoken about it, but yeah, I, I love the concept that you're this really quite kind of evil uh, woman. <laughs> it's, it's, it's set in it's set in 1935, and uh, you're this uh, woman, Veronica Villainzy, and uh, Villainzy <laughs> by name, Villainzy by nature. She pushes her husband overboard, as, as you said, Georgia, on, on this um, uh, cruiser on the way to America. And it's just done with such um, fun, such delight. Um, as you say, you've got to get away with this murder, so you've got to talk to everyone. It's got the kind of 80 days style um, mm. design on it, where you have to choose different options and like you say each round is only about half an hour and then it shows you what options you've chosen for the last time so you can go through the same route or choose a different option um and it's just great fun it's got some really interesting characters that you have to speak to and work out their backstories um like like you said not everything is revealed one you know at the beginning even if you do get away with murder there's other options you then have to try and achieve different objectives uh, it's the only game I've ever on Adventure Gamers given five stars to. Wow. Um, some of us, you know, Inspector Waffles got, I think, four uh, or four and a half. 
but yeah, this is the only game I'll give five to. Not that you know that should mean much really, but <laughs> it just shows how much I love the game. Uh, looks beautiful as well. Very kind of like nice art mm. deco graphics, and the the score is great as well. It's got this like jazzy um, soundtrack to it. I just you know it's a very simple concept, but just done so well and amazing. They only did it in. You know, a couple of weeks, two, I think. Um, yeah, was it two months or something? A month months, and a half, yeah. two months? It's just astonishing. Uh, Crazy. And I almost wish they had taken time to maybe publicize it a bit before, but I know they didn't want to, and that was the aim. That mm. It was just something that came about, and it happened, and they made it. But um, And I'm glad it still got the recognition, because I would have hated for this game to have just gotten forgotten. I mean, it's mm. been... I've just noticed it's up for um, two uh, independent game festival awards. Yes. Um, including uh, Best in Narrative, which it deserves, even though it's, you know, such a short playthrough for each um, section. You know, there is a really interesting story there, and the way they bring about that narrative is interesting. So uh, I just loved it. It was great, and I think it's just what we needed for this year something yes light but entertaining fun even though it's about murder you know getting away <laughs> yeah, with murder yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's done in a fun way. i just think the character is great i think veronica is so, oh she's great she's yes. so like evil and and just twisted but and, and also there's flirting you can flirt with the captain <laughs> you know it's sort of flirting yeah. and you're evil yes. and you can you, you get to really kill people. missed flirting this year didn't you <laughs> <laughs> more flirting for 2022 that's what i want in games so if you want, in the game it, if, if you want uh lord like your game just more more, more flirting dating, and more be flirting. evil yeah basically yeah <laughs> uh yeah there's so many surprises in that game even yeah. for like a 30 minute one i mean again we should stress 30 minutes one playthrough but there's so many different ways you can go back like a second and a third playthrough feel like different games that can be played yeah. completely differently um but yeah i mean i agree with everything you said uh it was one of my favorite games of the year my second favorite actually nearly yes. number one uh but it's absolutely fantastic just everything you said about the writing it looks great and again just fun and i love how you know they have her as a killer but they didn't give her like a backstory that i know of maybe they will in subsequent playthroughs but they don't have like a dark backstory of her that Not her husband really, treated no. her you about. You do learn no. a little bit more about Okay, her, well, I didn't see that, but, you, but yeah. And, and kind of why she did it, in a way. Okay. That through, and that's what I like as well. You, each playthrough, you get a bit more information not just on Veronica, but also on the rest of the cast. And then mm. you can use that information. So it is, it is basically like a time loop thing, because you're going yeah. back to the start and replaying I'm it. Using, and yeah. Time loops it's, are very fashionable this year. This year, um, yeah. Some of them worked, and some... And of them some <laughs> not entirely. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that is Overboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love saying well, it. Maybe I should buy it as well, then, because I, I don't oh, have do it. Oh, do get it. I think you would enjoy I mean, you love... Well, Thomas, you're a fan. It's, it's, not, it's very different to Heaven's Vault, but it's from the same developer, from John... Uh, Ingalls, so oh, I, did, yeah, I, I think did, you'll enjoy I did recently it, so. won a $60 uh, gift certificate for Steam, so maybe that's a good, oh. uh, that's oh, a good well, first, yeah, that could be... first purchase. Yeah. yeah, get it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, well, thank you, well, Thomas and Laura. That was those were our favorite adventure games of 2021. Now, for people listening, feel free to send us in that we played. Need to stress that. But feel free to let us know uh, what are your favorite games of the year as well. You can tell us on Discord. You can tell us on Twitter. Um, you can tell us by email. Just let us know. Join our Twitter. It's quite active there. Mm -hmm. And um, we, well, I will be discussing shortly 
uh, a game that was just announced there that looks amazing in our upcoming games of 2022 and beyond. Uh, but yeah, so those games again, our favourite games of the year are, uh, for me, The Forgotten City. Uh, Thomas, your favourite game of the year again? The Life and Suffering of Sir Branty. And Laura, your favourite game again? Overboard! Hey! <laughs> I think it's funny how, you know, for ourselves, you know, for myself, I'd like the kind of more fun games, which Kieran mentioned as well, that what he went for were kind of like fun games as well to get our mind off things. Oh. And Thomas, you seem to like detective <laughs> yeah. stories. Yeah, when I... Cyberpunk. <laughs> Very dark. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and Laura, you kind of like quirky, different kind of games as well. Like just kind of a mixture. So and, and flirting. Um, and flirting. So yeah, if you want Laura to love your game, add flirting to the you to want the game. Thomas to love your game, do a cyberpunk taxi detective game. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and maybe kind of again, game, like do a Roman fun Empire kind of game. Yeah, yeah time set, loop game. If you set, time loop game. But if it's set in the Roman Empire, then yeah, I will buy it. Um, so now, so now, before we finish, I would just uh, mention briefly what are our games that we are our upcoming games that we are most looking forward to, um, either in twenty twenty two or beyond, because I know games can be pushed back. Um, so, uh, who wants to go first? Anybody want to go first? They say well, I'll 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 kick off with um, with some of my Kickstarter. Uh, back, ah. uh, back oh, games yes. that I have uh, that I expect to come out this year, uh, which are uh, unusual findings, uh, Grunt Theropods, Lucy Dreaming, and Chinatown Detective Agency. So uh, I'm obviously looking forward to those. Uh, mm. But besides those, I think um, a, a Brock the Investigator is supposed to come out this year. Yes, which looks very uh, very interesting. And Clanman Two and Incantamentum. Are two games that I always look also look forward to. Uh, besides the games that you are you guys are going to mention, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, but they don't have a, a set release date. So I'm hoping those two will come out this this year. Mm. Hopefully, yeah, yes. Well, we should, we shall see when they're out. And Laura, you have any games? Yeah, uh, definitely. Games? Lucy Dreamy for me as well, and Chinatown Detective Agency. Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack was another one I yes. kickstarted. Oh, yes. I don't know if that's going to be this year or not. We'll see. Uh, and then Frog Detective Three. I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> oh, that. that's good. That's another fun game that kind of came out of nowhere by Grace Brooks. Um, another frog-based game, The Frogs. Um, which yes. I'm looking forward to. I played the demo of that really clever game, really funny games, um, kind of uh, a, a sort of interesting art style as well. So uh, if you kind of like classics, you might you might like it. Um, yeah, developers also on our yeah developers also on our kick, uh, not kick, our, our Discord. Yes, yeah, um, and I really enjoyed the demo of that. So I'm looking forward to playing a bit more of that. Um, mm. Finally, one I think Stray looks really interesting. Yes, uh, you, you play, play as, as a, a cat. cat. Yeah. Really in a post-apocalyptic world, or, or, yes. yeah, or a cyberpunk world. Yeah, yes, cyberpunk. I, so you might like Stray as well, uh, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. There's no taxi, but he plays a cat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm all for playing a cat. It's, yeah. I mean, I and we, we must stress that we know that there's some like animal detective games, but this is still different because it's an actual cat. Yes, that's it's what I was going to say. You are a detective. Yeah. You are a cat. Yeah. You're a cat, uh, and I think that alone interests me. Um, well, yeah, for me, uh, I think Sony games that I'm looking forward to releasing this year are Rosewater by Francisco Gonzalez, which yeah. is set in the same world as Lamplight City. And it's a Western. And um, I've been watching quite a few Westerns over Christmas with my family. And you're really getting into this whole genre. So now I'm even more looking forward to, to that game. 
Siberia the World Before, which was supposed to be released um, at the end of 2021 in December, but they pushed it back. So on Steam, they say that 31st of March 2022, so we shall see. And also the game was just announced a few days ago uh, is Foolish Mortals. Yeah, uh, that looks great. Yeah. It's from Inklingwood Studios. And uh, this is, uh, yeah, it looks, I'm probably doing it as a service, but looks kind of like a combination of Broken Sword and Monkey Island. You know, Broken Sword and I mean, Cursed of Monkey Island. I don't think that's a, you know, I don't well, think anyone would service. complain about that. I don't think so. But it's kind of like not trying to be those games, I think, for the screenshots, but kind of like if you want to compare it, sort of the way it looks. And the story looks very interesting. It's already on Steam, Foolish Mortals, uh, where you can wishlist. And I signed up to the newsletter. And, and again, just an indication, uh, this developer, he put his game up on Facebook and one of these adventure game groups. Now, a lot of developers do that. And usually you might get like two or three likes or one or two comments. He got 81 comments. Mm, all all good positive. Well. All, which, again, is astonishing because in on Facebook, I mean, Facebook and social media, particularly with... Uh, the adventure game group people have different um, you know different tastes some people don't want to play any adventure games out of no puzzles for example you know it is fine but um, but this is all positive um, so that game I'm looking forward to as well so those are probably the three games as well as some of the games that you guys mentioned uh, and I have there are I mean there are many many others that uh, we could mention that I'm sure we're talking about over the year um, 2022 and uh, also to want to mention Unknown Number is another game that I'm looking forward to that I mm-hmm. mentioned before and hopefully I'll be speaking to the developers when it's coming I think it's coming out in April which is using I don't know if you use it on your phone itself but it's one of the first I think voice sims you know you use your voice to play the game so you get a phone call from Eco Warriors and it's wrong number and then you have to help them through so you have to give them a code you have to help them through it in corridors and also you have to impersonate people so they give to impersonate a woman the developer says I remember says. you saying <laughs> this yeah <laughs> I, I mean I don't know how this game is going to work but I'm really really curious to see um, how it does also Scabmas Nofall the developers I interviewed that interview went up as well um, also the developers of the complex have a murder mystery which is called Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus it's kind of like a comedic FMV <laughs> game which uh, the, the the main character says that he is a victim and you have to try and find out who at least attempted to murder him and um, yeah and I think the, another game I'm looking forward to the final one The Pale Beyond which is kind of like a visual novel-esque game but set I think in the Arctic so it's kind of like a simulation game as well um, but kind of like you know this, these explorers go to the Arctic and you have to help them all survive and uh, you know follow the story as well and make choices and it looks really, really good as well. Uh, so I think that's that's enough. <laughs> okay, there will probably be more that we will talk about in the year ahead. Yeah, I have I have one uh, more, but I'm not on. sure. Okay. I'm not sure it comes out this year. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, which is the, it. well, we mentioned it before. The the the, the expand the Telltale uh, game. Ah, yes, yes. yes. Yes, I'm looking forward to that as well. And uh, the new Star Trek game, the new Star Wars game, which could be more action-adventure, but we shall see from Quantic Dream and many, many more to come. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I think that is it for this uh, special annual yearly review episode. 
Um, are you guys playing anything, or do you guys know what you're going to review next? Uh, well, Laura, you have an interesting game. I believe you're going to review. Yeah. No spoilers in this in this episode. We have to see what you talk about. Well, what game Flirting are you reviewing next time? <laughs> <laughs> I Flirting wish. The um, no, there's no flirting in this one. Yeah, I've just finished Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo. Um, it's not Alfred Hitchcock's No, nope, it's Alfred Hitchcock no, Vertigo Divert- uh, Very intriguing game that one <laughs> <laughs> um, I look forward yeah. to hearing <laughs> What do you think uh, And any other games you're playing Are you planning on playing, Laura, do you know I'm playing, a. Uh, th- this was a game obviously that, was, that came out last year called Mundawn Which is very interesting Yes, Kieran mentioned it yeah. in, uh, on Discord very unusual game that so i maybe i'll have finished it by the time we do our review episode cool well i look forward to hearing what you think about that and thomas you're playing an interesting game yeah i I, I believe i start i had hoped i would have i would have finished it but uh, i got sick so i couldn't finish it so i started on saint kotar Mm. which is a a supernatural horror point and click adventure game and after that i'm gonna probably play black book which also came out oh okay uh so, um, yeah, th- those are some of the games that I didn't manage to play before the end of the year. So. Cool. Uh, well, look forward to hearing that. Now, I am playing different games. I, As I said, I don't have my computer, my gaming computer with me, so I am playing my Nintendo DS, the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Yeah. I was reading that that's overall it's like 70 hours, 7-0. So I don't think I'll be finishing that. Um, it's a long, long game. I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I might give my first impressions on it uh, next time. And I'm also playing uh, one of the games that works on my laptop is The Colonel's Bequest, <laughs> Laura Bow, which is a very old early Sierra game from 1989. And it's a text parser game. Uh, so I will be uh, talking about that, hopefully, uh, maybe, as well. Maybe, maybe we can finally finish it next to <laughs> or oh, finish i think if we do well if we start it again oh my god <laughs> if we play a bit more yes we need to get back to that as well um which won game of the year at the game award so yeah we absolutely once i'm settled back up and uh we should you know just stick to a day stick to an evening yeah. that we both play that just, just, yeah do that um but yeah so well, thank you as ever for joining us. We'll be back probably at the end of January or beginning of February-ish with a review episode again, reviewing those games. And um, and yeah, I will hopefully be uploading an interview that I did with uh, uh, Liam Lawless. And he, this was a very interesting interview. He is working on what he calls, well, the first, I believe, uh, AI text adventure game or uh, you know, something like you can hear all about it in that interview. Uh, he's much Liam Lawless. Now he's not famous yet. Game? I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't finished it. He hasn't okay. really started working on okay. it. So it's just an idea. But unless he has, I think started. Uh, but anyway, the idea I found fascinating. So I spoke to him about it, and uh, you can hear all about it. He's a much more intelligent person than I am. I can say that <laughs> right now. <laughs> Uh, he spoke about AI and just the different advancements that we are making and that he himself is making uh, just on his own, which was absolutely astonishing. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that will be out uh, in the next week or two as well. And, yeah, so until then, uh, hope you guys enjoy listening to this. And, um, yeah, we'll speak again soon. Yeah, and, I, and I wanted so, to add that I've also really enjoyed doing this podcast with you two for the past no. two years now. Yeah. And I hope no. we, uh, we get to do this for a long time. So keep the good games Hopefully. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So this is we're on season four, I believe. Yeah. Which crazy. is just incredible to believe this little podcast Aww. that started. Uh, yes, I also really enjoy doing this with the two of you. So. Um, so yeah, and uh, hope people can lis- enjoy listening to us. Yes, and maybe we'll actually <laughs> be able to meet in person this year. Yes, hopefully. Um, we were close this year, but uh, we didn't get there yet, but hopefully. Uh, okay, well, we will chat again very soon, and we'll chat to people listening as well. Uh, so thank you guys, take care everyone, and take care of the two of you as well. Okay, keep on so. questing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> If you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate, and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps, and reviews will help get the word out, especially for Adventure Game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you